0: Hey listeners, do I have an event for you. Billings American Legion is putting on their annual Hall of Fame dinner April 9th at the Doubletree Hotel. Join us for a night of fun honoring current and past Legion ballplayers. All proceeds go right back to the program. More information to follow, but you want to be sure to mark this date. This year's Hall of Fame class is truly amazing. You can follow their stories here on our podcast and then meet them in person at the Hall of Fame dinner. They are an inspiration to all. Thank you and for your support. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I'm with a guy that's kind of worn many hats in the sports world, Randy Northrup. How are you doing tonight, Randy?
1: I'm great, Mitch. How are you doing?
0: Good. So I know of just a few of the things you've done in the sports world. Why don't you kind of give us a little bit of a recap of what all you've done?
1: Well, I I grew up in in North Dakota, and and you know athletics was kind of my whole life growing up. I I went on to college, and I was I played in three different sports in college. I played golf in the fall, basketball in the winter, and baseball in the spring when I was in college. And um, so I continued it all the way through college, obviously, and uh, you know coached in be, not in between, but when I was done, I I coached I. Tried to play golf for a living for a while. Um, So I actually went to three years of college. Decided I'd go try and play golf for a living for three years. And then went back and played my last year of baseball and basketball in college when I was 25. So it was kind of a a fun ride, I guess you would say. It didn't take me too long to figure out, though, that there was a lot of great golfers out there.
0: For sure. So what was that like? to just, you know be able to golf every day <laughs>
1: it's a lot more work than you think it is you know you, yeah. you get up and, and it's sun up to sundown you're either playing or practicing if you want to just like any any occupation you know if you want to be a great baseball player you got to put in the work and and it's i would even say harder in, in golf probably but um there's just so many so many great players out there and I remember playing in a golf tournament in Florida and, and shooting 66 67 thinking man that that's great and and I didn't even make the cut so <laughs> oh god <laughs> we, we went into into that tournament the course record was 62 by Tommy Armour senior and the first day there were four 61s and a 60 and the second day there were five 60s and a 59 so you can oh, imagine and that course record had stood for about 40 years so and that was just the mini tours. So you can imagine what the PGA is like.
0: Yeah, that's awesome for sure. So then if I remember right, when you got into coaching, you also coached the golf team at Rocky.
1: I did. I was there for about 20 years, actually.
0: So yeah, how yeah. cool was that to be able to coach college age kids in a sport that you love too?
1: I, I really enjoyed it. We, um, we just our my first two years. We had women's team only and it was, Rocky hadn't had a golf team for many years, and so we were just getting it off the ground, and then two years later, we got the men's program off the ground, and we had a lot of success. Um, our women's team finished in the top 10 in the country five different times, finished as high as third in the country twice, which, you know, from a, a cold weather college like Rocky is is really an accomplishment for those girls, and Sure? And we also, a few years later had a, a men's team that was ranked number one in the country for a while. So it's, it's amazing how much success the little school of, of Rocky has had in the golf program. And, and since then I've had two of my former players coach the sport. Nate Bailey is coaching it right now at Rocky and, and I was his coach and, and, and they've continued the success for both programs. Aaron Poley was the other one that played for me and coached up there for a while. So yeah, it was, it was fun. I Really enjoyed it, and kind of, you know, I'd been away from the younger kids for a while, and and I got to finally see that, you know, there's still great kids all over the country.
0: So. Oh, that's so cool for sure. To bring that kind of success to Billings is awesome too.
1: Yeah. No, we had we had fun, and and uh, you know, just got to meet so many great people that that stay in touch still to this day.
0: For sure. So what kind of started your love for sports and especially, I know you for baseball. So what started your love for baseball?
1: Well, golf was my second choice. I always, I always thought and wanted to be a baseball player. And, um, and so that, that was kind of my goal. And, and, you know, as with everybody, eventually they tell you you can't play anymore. And that, that came to me, oh, two years after I was out of college. I was told I couldn't play anymore, so I kind of turned to golf. And um, but that's always been and, and probably always will be my first love is baseball. So
0: for sure, I mean it's a great sport. I love it obviously too, and it's just a great sport to to love and watch. And yeah. for you, you've coached a lot. So so how did you get into coaching baseball then?
1: I kind of got thrown into the fire of my my first year. My freshman year of college, they asked me to come back to my hometown of Beach, North Dakota, and coach baseball. And when I got there, I I guess I didn't realize it would be the Pee Wee, the Little League, the Babe Ruth, and the Legion program. So, I, I came home from so I came home from college that first year and and uh, found out I was gonna coach all four of the different teams. So basically ages six to 18. Wow! And so we would practice the six to eight year olds at eight to 10 in the morning, the 11 and 12 year olds from, from 10 to noon, Babe Ruth would go from four to six. And then we'd have Legion practice from six to eight every night. And luckily the, the younger three programs traveled together. So all the games were the same day and that made it easy. And oh, I just nice. had to, uh, you know, kind of take the Legion program and and schedule games around those three. So, but it was fun. It was, it was uh, a lot of baseball. And so that's kind of <laughs> what I mean by getting thrown into the fire early. And, um, you know, after that, when my son became old enough to play t-ball, I got involved here in Billings and uh, really enjoyed it. And, and, you know, again, when you love a sport and and then you throw in the fact that you have a son playing it, it really makes it it fun.
0: So for sure. And Kyler's been extremely successful so far. And I can't wait to see where he goes in the future. It'll be fun to watch for sure.
1: Yeah, he's he's uh, you know been given a chance by coach hoos to to play shortstop at a young age for the Scarlets. And and I thought he had a great year last year, and and so we're hoping, hoping for bigger and better things in the next three years
0: yeah you know I really thought last year he came into his own and that's a good thing because that Scarlet team was pretty young last year with the exception of Feralio and he really came into his own I thought last year for sure
1: yeah the first half of the year I mean you couldn't have asked for you know a better first half of the year and then he he had a hip injury in the middle of June actually against the Royals is is when it happened and and he he was really struggling with that hip injury from about mid June until about a week before the state tournament. And, uh, you know, you could see it at the plate and even, even in the field if he had to go to his left and then bend over, but a lot of people didn't realize it, but he was in a lot of pain, but we finally found kind of a cure for it a week before the state tournament. And then I thought he had a really good state tournament, um, Mm -hmm. and then had a great fall, um, season, um, Down at the Fall Classic and at the Northwest Baseball Championships, so it ended up being a really, really a great experience. I think for Kyler.
0: Oh, that's awesome! So you've been able to coach him a lot. I think you even coached on the Cardinals when he was there, didn't you? No, I
1: actually, um, as soon as his little league career was over after his age twelve year, I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away and be a dad and watch him play for a while. And Coach Hoos called me. His 13-year-old season, his 14-year-old season, his 15-year-old season, to see if I would help with the infield um, coaching of the Red Side Legion, and I, I, just said, you know, I, I would rather not. I don't want, <laughs> don't want parents thinking that, you know, that might be a reason that he's playing. So I kept saying no, and finally this year at age 16, um, he called me back twice. The second time he had already named Kyler the starting shortstop. And, and so I kind of knew that then, you know, I didn't have anything to do with it. So I said, <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll do. I will come to practice, help you with your infield at practice, but I don't want to be in the dugout during games. I just want to be a dad and watch, watch the game. So that worked out, I think pretty well for both Kyler and I. Oh, that's
0: awesome for sure. And so he finally badgered you down enough to where you're like, okay, fine. But it has to be on my terms.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And I told, told Adam that same thing.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, you know, Kyler's been able to go to a lot of events. And for you as a parent, what has that been like to go to those events for him?
1: You know, it, you can't help but kind of think what it would have been like when you were that age. Mm -hmm. um and and it gives you goosebumps but it it really allows you know kids from billings when you do get to go to those events to see that we can actually compete national at the national level and Mm -hmm. um you know i think i think they they can compete very well up until about age 16 normally because dads can throw 70 and 80 miles an hour to their kids um once you hit 16 to 18, you have to find different ways to get them to compete because, you know, kids in California, Texas, they're seeing 90 miles an hour, three times oh, a week. Right. You know, and we're seeing it once a month. And so mm-hmm. you have to find different ways to, to do it. And, and I think, I think in Billings, we're starting to see and and find out ways to do that because we're having kids now, you know, go on and, and really have success at these big national events. And, um, you know, I think from that, um, we're going to get we're going to get a lot of D1 programs wanting to see us. Kyler's already been, you know, been kind of badgered by some of them, and and I think that's just going to going to roll into the other kids in the program. And uh, I think it's I think it's something that's had to be done here, and and I think the Legion program is really doing a great job you know, taking the next step forward to get that done.
0: For sure. So on your Facebook, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, there was a ranking out and Kyler ranked, I believe third. What was that like for you? Was that really cool to see too? Yeah.
1: I mean, it was a definitely very proud moment for uh-huh. my dad, you know, but, um, you know, again, I think it just goes back to, kids from Billings, Montana or anywhere in Montana can have great success, you know, and and so to find a kid who's okay, I'm, I'm, and, you know, understand that that's just the the North baseball Northwest. I mean, it's just the, you know, seven, eight states in the Northwest. It's not in the country, but um, it still should tell parents of kids from Montana that you work hard enough, good things will happen.
0: So definitely. For sure. So you kind of, you opened what I can remember as the first indoor baseball specific training um, facility in Billings, the Swing Lab. So what is that, you know, what is it doing now? What do you hope to have for it in the future? That type of thing.
1: So, really, we were probably the second because the Legions always had their indoor facility. It used to be down at the old swimming park or something. Oh, that's right. Yep. Or they uh, gymnastics, I guess it was. Yeah. Um, and now they've moved that since. But um, maybe the first that ever really opened to non Legion and the public, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did that, uh, you know, again, I just felt like to keep up with the rest of the country. Montana kids needed something in the winter. You know, mm-hmm. if you're in Arizona, you can play year round. You can practice year round. Billings, you know, you're kind of limited in the winter, obviously. Right. And so we had just paid off the golf course. Uh, the loan on that was 25 years. And and so it just kind of occurred to me that why don't we build this on the golf course property? And now we will have income in the winter, which the golf course doesn't do. And of course, the baseball facility does not have much income in the summer, but the golf course does. So it, it seemed like a really good match for us. So we opened it. Um, I was giving hitting and infield lessons for the first, I think, six years. And uh, and once Tyler got to Legion, I kind of stepped away from that so I could follow him all over the country again. <laughs> but, um, you know, really enjoyed it. It was, it was uh, hitting lessons. Everything was video analyzed for you. And, and we would have big infield camps. Um, you know, I, I did a couple with coach Bishop who was at MSUB at the time and, mm-hmm. and really got a good friend out of that. I, I love Rob to death. And, but, um, so that's kind of what it was. It was more to hopefully it continues to be helping, you know, the youth of Billings find baseball as a love.
0: Oh, for sure. So I know you guys used to have hitting tournaments there, like with the uh, machines does the Swing Lab still have those? Yeah, we, we called them hitting leagues, and
1: they were just a ball. I mean, they you'd come in once a week, and, and you know, you'd have 40 kids in there. And I know CJ, your brother, um, yep. was there doing them. And and we really had a good time. I I got that from a, a friend of mine who had a, an indoor facility, and, and, and also picking through the internet, finding that. And it went well for about six years. Um, but once I kind of got out of the little league, it was hard to get enough kids to do it. Um, you know, it's when you're around all those kids for the whole summer, it's easy to, to say, Hey, come and you know, come to the, come and do the hitting league and stuff like that. So we don't have it anymore. We haven't probably for about four years now, but um, it leaves us, a you know, one more night for, for travel teams and, you know, we have a couple of Legion teams or One Legion, Laurel Legion uses us, and then all of the travel teams use us. And so it gave them an, an extra night to, to come in and work out. So it worked out fine.
0: Oh, awesome. So you've been a big proponent of travel ball. You know, Kyler played it, and you've just always been a big proponent for it. How do you think that travel ball helps kids when they get to Legion?
1: You know, I think it helps the travel ball coaches just as much as it does the kid and I'll tell you just a real quick short story when Kyler's group was I believe they're nine we went to our very first travel tournament in Denver and we we played really well we made it into the bracket play which means the top eight teams out of about 48 that were there and oh wow um, we were seeded number seven and the number two seed was well known at the time as one of the Best nine-year nine-year-old teams in the country, um, if there's such a thing, right? <laughs> but uh, all the local, you know, dads and coaches came up and said, "Hey, you know, these guys have never been beaten. Hope you do well." Well, we did end up doing well and going into the last inning. You know, we were we were tied or something, and everyone was cheering for us, and we really had a good time. But the thing I took away from it is, prior to that game. I look over across the diamond and and they're having batting practice and here are these nine-year-olds and this coach is throwing as hard as he can at them and they're just ripping it. And I said to Mike Schlepp, who was my assistant that year, I said, Mike, when we get home from that point on, we're going to do the same thing. And they're going to struggle for a while, but we're just going to throw hard to them. And so that hopefully down the road in Legion and everything else, speed doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's you know what what I really learned from it. I think on the on the kids part, they learned that they can compete at the national level against the best teams in the country, and it gave them more confidence. You know, each step they took from then on.
0: For sure. So, how cool was it to have a lot of your players then go on to Legion?
1: You know, it's it's fun seeing them. I hate seeing some of them on the blue side. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> But, you know, surprisingly, it, I thought there would be more, to be honest with you. There's, um, but, you know, football takes some, and, and any more of these kids are being asked to decide on one team or one sport, mm-hmm. which I, I've never agreed on, but it's happening. And, and other kids, you know, have said, well, I can only play two, and maybe baseball is my third. But overall, I think... Um, you know you look at the blue and the red side and you see a lot of great players who have played since they were seven years old six years old and right and it's nice it's it's nice to see them continuing continuing to to play
0: for sure so high school association here in montana just passed high school baseball what are your thoughts on that
1: well i have two thoughts two years ago i would have I would have, uh, crossed the desert to get high school baseball, in Montana. And I think eventually it's still going to be a really good thing. Um, I think in the near future, I think that fields are going to be really tough to find, to practice here in Billings, you know, right now mm-hmm. we use perks so much MSUB is on it for part of the day and then the red and the blue come on it. And so it is, it's packed all day, every day. Well, yeah. That's that's three teams. Well, if we start high school baseball, it's going to be five teams. It's going to be MSUB and the four high schools. And so, where are they going to practice? You know, and unfortunately, you know, there there are fields that we could use, but they're not kept up very well. So, right, you know, somebody's going to have to take that over, and it normally gets laid on the coaches, and the coaches are already stressed for time anyway. And so, I guess now. Um, I'm not sure. I know if I was going to be, if I was personal, um, I like what Legion does. You know, we played, we played in April and May normally. And and in those games, we get to play a lot of non-conference games and get to see some great pitching.
0: Oh, yeah. You know,
1: Rapid City had two guys throwing 90 and Gillette had a guy throwing 90 and a lot, you know, a lot of pitchers like that, where now, high school baseball Instead, said you're not going to get to see those guys because you know montana just doesn't have a ton of guys thrown 90 right now
0: no they really don't for sure so so another question i have is i mean kyler's been a nucleus for that young scarlet's team but they're not so young anymore how do you think they're going to be this year mitch you
1: you know you know as well as anybody that pitching is kind of what leads leads great teams Mm. Um, and we have some great pitchers on that red side Um, our infield is is going to be seasoned for sure Um, you know J.J. Sanchez did a great job last year Nate McDonald's done a great job for two years Mm -hmm. Um, but pitching is is always king and I would have to say right now the blue side is going to end up having maybe the best pitching staff in the state I mean they're they're just packed at, at on the mound and Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll be, we'll be battling uphill, but you know, we have three young pitchers who last year really showed us something. And I think if they take the next step, then we're going to be right in that conversation too.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see it. I I've said this before, and I will say it again. I think it could very easily be a red and blue championship.
1: Wouldn't that be fun?
0: Oh, it'd be I, so I know, fun.
1: Yeah, no, i I know I'm pulling for it and, and, uh, so is everyone in Billings, and and guess what? We get to host the state tournament this year. I know so that's what would make it so much happen. more fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Scarlet and Royals in Billings for the state championship—that would just be amazing.
1: I'm sure there's many many teams across the state that'll that'll have something to say about that, but it sure <laughs> would be great if it happened.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure there are, but no, I mean, I you know just knowing how young the Scarlets have been for so long, it is nice to see them finally kind of mature and get better and, you know, have those years of experience behind them. Yeah. i you know, Mitch,
1: I think it, I think it finally, the light bulb went off. I think it's say Derma last year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we came there a young team that hadn't really had much state experience and we left there with what three wins under our belt and, and one run in two games from going to the regional tournament. So yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. I know the kids learned something and hopefully that'll carry over to this coming season.
0: For sure. No, it'll be fun to see. I'll definitely have to come out to some games for the scarlets this year and just see how you guys are doing.
1: Good. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. And, and like I said, the, the Legion program, you know, does such a great job, both sides, mm-hmm. uh, and and what they've done with Perch just makes it that much easier, and I've heard we're going to play more games at Dealer this
0: year, which oh, will good. be nice also. Yeah, that will be nice, because the last couple of years, we haven't really been able to play there, so. Right. And that'll just be less burden on Perch, which will yes. be nice. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much, Randy, for your time. It's been great talking to you, and just getting getting to hear a little bit about your story.
1: Well, thank you, Mitch, for thinking of me. And, and hopefully this goes well for you. I can't wait to uh, listen down the road. You're doing a great job with it.
0: Oh, thank you so much. All right. You have a great night, Randy. You too, Mitch. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye.